Hello, everybody. Dr. Jim Harris here, The Unfair Advantage Show. You know that because you've been watching us, I'm sure, all the way through season one. Now we're into season two. And those of you that was with us last week, we saw the part one of Dr. David Harvitz and his story of how he went from being fired to franchising in just four years, transforming an industry in physical therapy. Go back and watch part one because you're going to be fascinated by his story of how he went launching a business in just at the beginning of COVID and then transforming that in four years to a very, very viable, profitable and growing company, all by being led by Holy Spirit. Dr. Dave, I want to thank you for coming back and being with us on part two. Thanks for showing up again. No problem. It was nice and easy. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. For those that are seeing you for the first time on this show, tell the folks who you are and how they get in touch with you and what you do. Yeah, uh, so you already said my name a few times, Dr. Dave with Renew Concierge Physical Therapy. Uh, we are a uh, self-pay uh, physical therapy practice that specializes in chronic pain. Uh, and although that's the business model, uh, truly we are a um, you know a ministry underneath that. Uh, and the, the goal is to truly change the way we, as a medical society, uh, treat chronic pain to actually give people true real healing uh, and do that through multiple avenues. And so one of the ways we do that is um, putting together the residency program for PTs to get the, the true training they need uh, and then uh, having a franchise model so that we can actually create um, really simple ways to become business owners, even if you aren't the most entrepreneurial person. That's fascinating. Now, tell everybody once again your website because I want people to get this more than one time. Your website is? Uh, www.renewpensacolapt.com. And we'll put that up in post-edit. We'll throw that up there. I encourage you to go take a look at Dave's model, particularly if you're a physical therapist, because what Dave's doing is literally transforming an industry. Part one of the interview from last week will tell you all about that. Today, we want to entitle this snapshot and I, I say it's going to be less than 30 minutes for sure, this, this uh, show, on lessons that Dr. Dave has learned on becoming a spirit-led CEO, what that means to him. We talked about the business last time. Dave, I want to go a little bit more on the spiritual side and some of the things that you've learned over the last many years. First, tell us a little bit of your story on how you came to know Jesus and where you are now. Yeah, so uh, I grew up Catholic, um, but not very uh, faithful. Uh, it wasn't until high school that I really started taking my faith seriously uh, through a high school ministry that I was a part of. Um, grew and, and matured over the course of college. Uh, and then um, after I graduated, uh, started uh, traveling for my work. Uh, met my, my beautiful wife, Beth, uh, in 20. Uh, 11 got married in 2012 uh and then you know it's kind of all history from there um now we have four kids and uh, in terms of where i'm at um i don't i'm not where i used to be but i'm not where i need to be right and i think that's true for all of us um constantly maturing constantly growing knowing there are faults knowing there are constant thorns uh, and, and at the same time, just like the Father in Heaven, having grace for myself and others around me, um, knowing that 
you're never going to arrive until <laughs> the very end when he arrives, right? Uh, and, and so that's kind of where I'm at my faith now. That's a beautiful way to say it. I've known Dr. Dave now. I've had the honor of knowing him for many years. And Dr. Dave is incredibly competent and confident in his work, but he's also very much humble in how he approaches it, particularly under the anointment of the Lord. And, you know, we, the Unfair Advantage Show is all about helping introduce us to not only hearing the voice of Holy Spirit, but also unleashing His power. We'll talk a lot more about that in Season 2. But Dave, I know that over the last few years, you've learned to hear the voice of God, you know, the voice of Holy Spirit, and you're passionate about being led by Holy Spirit. Tell us, in your case, what are the ways Holy Spirit most speaks to you? Is it dreams, visions, words, meditations, prayers? How do you hear from God and how do you know it when it is His voice? I think the most common thing is just an impression, a feeling I get, something just right here. Um, but then it's usually accompanied, and this sounds weird, but like I just get, I get tinglies on my back, and I'm like, okay, I got this. It feels like someone giving me a big old hug, you know? Just like that's that's how I I interpret the Lord. That's how I interpret the Holy Spirit. Um, there there is a physical sense to it. It's you know um, that has to that also needs to be accompanied with with peace. Um, and it just I'm like yeah, like there's just a, a knowing about things. Um, there are times where I've tried to make decisions and I I forced things. There's either a lack of peace. Or I know I'm bull. I'm I'm a bull. I'm just going to press into things. And there is a qualitative difference um, with when when the Lord's involved in it. It just happens. It's relatively easy. There's hard work, but it's it it, it, it it's smooth, right? And and then when Dave's doing it, um, I'm I'm just I'm I'm throwing right and left hooks everywhere just to get a step. It feels like I'm marching up sand, right? Uh, like a uh, like a sandy hill. Um, and, you know, two steps forward, one step back all the time. There's a sluggishness to it. And so even if I'm, let's say I feel like, oh, God says this and I'm wrong. What will probably happen is a couple steps into it, I realize, oh, it's just Dave being Dave. Um, but when, when the Lord's truly involved in it, um, I get all those precursors and then the, the journey is smooth. And, and smooth, by the way, does not mean without opposition. But there's a difference between sluggishness and, and spiritual opposition. That's a good word. Sluggishness and spiritual opposition. Like the word says, the Lord takes great pleasure in the prosperity of his people. And with it, there is no toil. There is no burdensome labor when it comes really grinding and grinding and grinding. That's probably not from God. It's probably Jim being Jim and Dave being Dave. So that's a great yeah. lesson to remind all of us. You know, many of us listening to this have gone through it. That's an excellent reminder. Let me just ask you point blank. While looking back now over the last four, five, six years of your, of your professional journey, for your last couple of years of being under an employee of, of another group until where you are now, what would you say are the two or three biggest lessons Holy Spirit has taught you about being a leader, a CEO, a manager. What are, when you look back and say, these are two or three of the biggest lessons I've learned recently. Uh, if you're correlating it to like being, being a, like growing into that, 
leadership role, that CEO role, I think that the number one thing, there's a couple lessons I have, but in, in regards to specifically your question uh, is I think employees know when you have their best interest at heart. Um, I think they can smell it. I know I did uh, throughout all my years. One of the things that made uh, me much less um, interested in working for others was how obvious it was that I was just a cog in their wheel. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's important for, for me to make sure that others that work with me and alongside me know that ultimately what, what I want for renew is, is exactly what they need for their lives as well. Wow. That's good. That's good. Well, let me, let me, let me ask you this as, as a, legitimate question that I would have if I were still employed somewhere, the Lord's not leading me to launch anything. I know I'm supposed to be in a place just like you described. What advice as a mentor would you give someone who knows I'm not supposed to leave, I'm supposed to minister here, but I'm in an environment that is not conducive to the way I want to live out my faith. What advice could you give somebody like that? Because there's a lot of folks listening to this that probably are exactly there. Well, I think you need to be true to the spirit first. So um, if an environment is not conducive to the Holy Spirit, you're, prob you're probably in, in, in a battlefield more than, than you are in, in green pastures. And so you have to brace yourself for that. And what I mean by that is this, don't be purposely oppositional to the, the, those around you or the situation in, that you're in. But you also need to make sure that you're faithful to the prompting of the Spirit. And I think that, that that's a balance. And, and that's why we need to go to, to the Lord and say, God, what do you say about this situation? Because um, your situation is different from mine. It's different from yours. And it's really important to recognize that the details can still be spoken to by the Holy Spirit. That's why he's called the helper. That's why Jesus said he's going to teach you all the things like there. That includes your situation and how to approach it. I naturally am going to be, I'm oppositional as it is. I'm pretty ornery. And so it's very easy for me to say, Oh, I'll buck the trend and I'll, I'll press against the battle and, and, and uh, you know, live out my, my faith regardless of my situation. I know not everyone's made that way. Um, but doing it in love is also very important. I really, really I wrote it down because this is going to be a keeper for me on this show. Do not be purposefully oppositional. That is a great word. If you're in a place where you feel stuck and those around you are not, as you might be led by Holy Spirit in a faithful way, don't be purposely oppositional. We could go to Daniel, we could go to Joseph, we could go to so many examples of people that, Nehemiah, that were not purposely oppositional and yet rose within their ranks of favor. And actually, um, everything from the span of control and prosperity and everything else. Fascinating. Um, how do you integrate purposefully? How do you integrate your faith into your franchise model of physical therapy? What are some of your specific strategies of integrating your level of faith into the different franchisors that come under Renew Pensacola? 
Yeah, so it really goes down to our core values and our mission and vision statements. And that's actually one of the first things that you, you develop as a business owner is like, what are you doing? And how are you, and then how are you gonna do it is, is comes later. And then you build on that and you build on that. Um, but it always comes back to what what do I value and and what am I what's my assignment right? So last you know um, episode we talked about my assignment being truly to heal God's people uh, so they can worship me. Well, if you want to join my team, you have to come into agreement with that mission and assignment that Renew has. And if you do, you'll fit in great because you're also going to be um, lining up with the with the core values of, of excellence and humility and and always learning and all the things that we we value as a company. And uh, that's why, honestly, humility and, and having an open mind uh, is so important uh, for joining my team. I don't hire based on talent. I hire based on heart. And if you have the right heart. The talent will come because that's what the and actually that's what the residency is for. Well, tell us again about the residency. Hire for heart. Tell us about your model for residency as your recruiting tool into Renew Concierge. Well, the problem with the medical model is that we don't have a very good uh, mentorship program at all. Uh, and and what's what's frustrating is that. PTs come out of school and they jump right into the system and the system's not conducive for, for learning and growing and, and, and becoming great. And so what we've done is we said, okay, look, if you commit to me, I will commit to you. And so Renew actually does all the committing on the front end of that and investing in the front end. And so for six months, a physical therapist uh, will get paid as a full-time physical therapist, even though... 100% of their time in their residency is dedicated to learning, growing, and, and soaking uh, the, the the flavor of Renew's treatment model, evaluation model, branding, um, the way we, we go excel with our, our sales. I mean, there's all the different things. And so we spend Wait, let six me, months let me jump in here. allowing I, I, someone to Let me to jump soak. in here. That, that, that I, I want to go back, and I want to make sure I heard this right, that when you're recruiting for heart. You hire for heart based upon your values and the culture that for up to six months, these men and women will get full pay, even though they're not making enough in the Renew way to offset your investment in them. Did I hear that right? <laughs> yeah, it's not a very good worldly business model, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't. I, I'm gonna say that didn't come from Wall Street, did it? Didn't, that didn't come from the medical community, but that shows the heart you have. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is what we're talking about, friends. Disrupting entire industries, you have to think radically different. In fact, you don't think you sense. This is God leading Dave into doing this. Dave didn't come up with this. The Lord planted this in him, and he worked it out to where okay, this is how we're going to launch it. I don't want our viewers to miss this, Dave. Because, you know, you're there, you've got it worked out, you've worked on it for a year and a half to get this right. You've just literally beginning to launch it with your 501c3. That'll help be the residency program part of it. I wanted people to hear that as a spirit-led executive, sometimes what you're asked to do is so radically, transformationally different that the only way it can succeed is if Jesus is in the boat with you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, my lawyers didn't like it. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, oh no kidding. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I think that is such a powerful, pragmatic point. Just how you go about bringing in recruiting talent um, into the residency program. So we're beginning to see a taste of how far Dave has been willing to step so far out of the traditional model into a new spirit-led model in his assignment, in his industry, in what he's been asked to do of the Lord and how the Lord has shifted him and shifted the people that he's bringing in to Renew Concierge. As you look back, Dave, personally, what are the three biggest, two biggest differences in the new Dave and the way he did, does business versus the old Dr. Dave and how old Dr. Dave did business? What do you see as the most, the, the largest or most significant transformations for you? Ah, uh, see, that, that, that's a, um, the wrong question because I was blessed enough to have a mentor before I ever went into business that showed me the right way the first time. And so truly um, reading your book and spending enough time with you really launched me. I don't know another way to do business. I don't. And so back in the day, like if you're saying, well, Dave, what, where am I? If you were to say, Dave, what, what are your struggles? Like, where do you want it? How do you want to be led? Uh, oh, I'm head led. I'm, you know, you've said this, you know, like I, I kind of, I'm a decent strategist. I can, I can play chess. I can, I can put the pawns where I need to put them. I can line you up and take, take you out. I can do that. But again, there's God has a better way of doing things that isn't as uh, maybe a bull in a China shop. <laughs> <laughs> as I could be uh, personally. And so uh, I think, honestly, that's 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 a true thing to say. Um, I don't know another way to do business. And, and uh, wow, I know there's amazing. probably a lot of people out there. There's probably a lot of people out there that know the, a worldly way and, and are trying to come in to, um, you know, a, a more spirit-led entrepreneurial experience and, and truly practice, ask God questions, Go through, truly go through the unfair advantage book. Do the things it says to do. I have a lot of clients that, you know, I, I teach them how to engage their core and, and I give them an exercise. And they're like, but I can't do it. I'm like, keep trying and eventually your core will turn on. Um, it, it's the same thing in, in most things. Um, practice as best you can with the things that you've been given. And that's what this show is about. It's what the podcast's about. It's what the book's about. It's what all your documents online are about. It's about actually having some tools to go through the practicing motions of spirit-led entrepreneurship. And if you do the things and you're faithful about it, um, God is going to be way more faithful than you can ever imagine. Just even if you don't do the right things, even if you hear God wrong most of the time, our Father in Heaven is way more gracious than you can ever imagine to the point where he's going to say, oh, Susie did the wrong thing like nine out of ten times, but her heart was in the right place, and I'm going to honor that. He'll find something to honor in you while you walk through uh, your calling and your assignment in faithful obedience to his will. So. 
I'm going to go back and re-listen to what you've just shared many times myself because you you have uplifted me and you have exhorted me and you've encouraged me and edified me by what you've just said. Um, let's let's just say this to those that are listening, and this goes around the world, Dave. I get I get letter I get emails and from England and Africa about what's going on. Dave is a is an example, and I have been too in my past business life of actually pursuing and and finding the right kind of mentor at the right time in my life. And uh, Dave is an example of that. I've had examples in my life. So I'm encouraging all of you, if wherever you might live, if you don't have, and I'm exhorting you, a local face-to-face -face mentor, someone where you can literally sit down and break bread. It may be digital, but it's even more powerful locally. Go find one. Ask the Lord who it might be to help guide you along the way. Um, it's been a pleasure been walking along Dave and seeing um, how fast he's come so quickly. And if I may say, Dave, one of the things I've always most admired about you, and this is something for any entrepreneur who wants to do business God's way, and in fact, as we like to say, doing business supernaturally, making the supernatural business natural, You've got to be a good listener. You've got to be willing to get under someone and just listen to them, weigh the words, and if it seems good in the spirit, you get the tinglys like I do, then activate it. Uh, that's going to be one of the fastest ways to grow any business is when you have good, solid mentors that are around you and praying for you over that. Yeah, it's actually one of my the verses that you asked me about. Uh, you said, well, Dave, are there any life verses? And, you know, one of the things that's always comes to me, and if you're going to be strategic about your intercession for your business, you, you also have to have a counsel. And so what Proverbs 15, 22, it says, without counsel, plans fail. Uh, but with many advisors, they succeed. And, and the Holy Spirit is your main advisor, but it but you still need to seek a witness. You still need to make sure that you're following even just the, the boundaries of scripture while you do it um, and have many advisors. And it, it could just be one or two. It doesn't have to be 20 um, because then, then you start really butting heads. But just one or two true people that can, can speak into you in an honest way uh, because sometimes an advisor might say, you know, um, this isn't for you. Um, there's been times where, uh, Jim, you've corrected me and said, I don't know if this is what you're supposed to do. And that's okay. Because I know one of the, and I think we were just talked about this before, um, earlier today. Um, sometimes, uh, one of the, the biggest, uh, skill sets an entrepreneur can have is the ability to say no. And, you know, I've, I've definitely said yes to think too many things in my business, even these last four years, although overall we've done very well, um, <laughs> I've definitely said yes to some things I shouldn't have said yes to. And, and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll live and learn. And having advisors can help you avoid those pitfalls and give you those words of discernment um, as, you, as you navigate uh, a world full of landmines. Yeah. Oh, and that is what discernment is. What's the spirit operating behind this decision? You know, what are those hidden areas? What are those? It could be landmines, M-I-D-E-S, my wrongful thinking, or it could be literally in from the second heaven or where the devil's trying to put some demonic squatters out in front of you. All that kind of teaching is going to be coming through Dr. Jim Harris Ministries this year and into the future. So you'll hear a lot more about that 
down the road too. Dave, I want to thank you. And I'm going to encourage you that are listening to this, either by watching or on the podcast channels. All you know, We're on every major podcast channel you can imagine, The Unfair Advantage Show. Come back and listen to this show again and again. Dave has dropped many precious gems of wisdom on how he has learned to navigate and what he now has to offer. Not only some of you who are future franchisees with Renew Concierge, but also just as a spirit-led leader. Dave, I want to thank you so much for opening up our season two with two parts, a two-part interview of what you've learned along the way. Remind everybody one more time, Dave, how they can get in touch with you, emails, websites, anything else you'd like to share on how people can get in touch with you. Yeah, the easiest thing is is my website, www.renewconcierge. Sorry, that's wrong. www.renewpensacolapt.com. And we have all of our information right there on the website, even a form to fill out. If you truly are a physical therapist looking for an opportunity, um, bring your heart, bring your humility, and there's a space for you in Renew. That's fantastic. Once again, Dave, thank you so much. I know we'll see each other again real soon. And everybody, Unfair Advantage Show, come back next week. We've got more interviews, more case studies, more men and women like Dr. Dave from all over the country. And I'm lining them up literally from around the world to help equip all of us, to exhort all of us on how we can better be led by Holy Spirit in business wherever you may be. So I'm going to invite everybody, I don't do this often, but come to, come to my website, drjimharris.com. Come to my website, drjimharris.com, and I'm going to make an appeal to you. I'm going to make a direct appeal. We're in a business ministry, and we need partners to keep this going and everything else we have planned for the coming months and years. We need partners. Would you prayerfully consider becoming a partner of Dr. Jim Harris Ministries and Learn more about the translation project. We've talked about that in the past, but it's going now. We're translating the unfair advantage into the top 20 languages spoken around the world. We've already got English. We're working on five more right now. We still have 14 to go. Learn more about it. If you have any questions, email me at hello at drjimharris.com. Hello at drjimharris.com. I'd be glad to answer any questions you might have on, uh, on what we're doing for businesses like Dave and growing spirit-led business transformers, disruptors across all industries around the world or anything else about the Translation Project. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week on The Unfair Advantage Show.